So on Friday, January 13th, uh, Brian Hartline was announced as the next offensive coordinator for Ohio State, and hopefully there's no Friday the 13th bad luck in there. And I kind of wanted to go through what the expectations are for him and for the Buckeyes offense in 2023. So we're going to get into that. Make sure you subscribe to the TakeOver Sports Network. You can see it scrolling on the bottom of your screen right there. Follow me on Twitter at DonnieMac98, the show at Big Ten TakeOver, and the network at Takeover Pods on Twitter. But of course, go subscribe on YouTube right now. Don't want you to miss out on any of this content. So as we kind of transition this offseason, there's a lot of things for Ohio State football to discuss. And I think one of the biggest talking points is Brian Hartline. A lot of people have talked about, oh, this is awesome. It's really cool to see. But they haven't talked about expectations and what could be his impact. People have kind of flirted at it, but I kind of want to give my uh, two cents to it. So obviously, Brian Hartline was a former Ohio State receiver uh, back in the, I think the late 2000s, early 2010s and then play in the NFL for a little bit and has been a coach at Ohio State for a while and has been a wide receiver coach at Ohio State for the past few years. And we have seen Ohio State's wide receiver room explode in terms of recruiting and in terms of production, in terms of NFL um, kind of pipeline. Terry McLaurin, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, I know he transferred to Alabama, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Mecca Buka. The names could go on and they're going to continue going on. And it's all because of what he kind of has built. So he replaces Kevin Wilson, who went to go be the head coach at Tulsa. And presumably, he's going to be the one, Brian Hartline, calling the plays on offense for Ohio State. I say presumably because Ryan Day said either the day of or the day before the playoff game on game day to Kirk Herbstreit that he would take a step away from calling plays, relinquish his duties almost, to kind of be more of that head coaching figure, to be more of a CEO of the team, which is what the head coach is supposed to be. And what does that mean for the offense if Brian Hartline is calling plays? Even if he's not calling plays, I think it's still got a similar impact. Well, for one, there's a lot of potential. Brian Hartline is an immensely creative, intelligent, and talented young coach. He's one of the brightest out there, truthfully. You've seen it in how his players develop, how he's recruited, the concepts he's helped contribute to, all of it. And he was a good player, too, at Ohio State and and a decent player in the NFL. He also understands Ryan Day's vision and Ryan Day's system of offense, right? Which a lot of fans have called into question at points, and some of that is very valid. Some of that is sometimes unfair. But Brian Hartline understands that. And he also has that vision based off his playing career and understanding, you know, what it means to go up against a high-caliber defense, both at Ohio State and in the NFL when he played there. So he has the opportunity, I think, to take this offense, whether he's the play caller or not, to another level. The offense that we saw against Georgia for Iowa State was relaxed yet coordinated. It was pinpoint accuracy, right? And it just seemed as though Ryan Day and the offensive staff truly understood what needed to be done in that game. And I think for the first time in a while, I think you make the argument they knew that against Utah, but they figured it out late, right? They Not late, but they figured it out as the game went on. In this game against Georgia, it seemed as though they knew coming in, this is our game plan, this is what we got to do. And they did it, and they did it just about as perfect as can ask for, right, against arguably the number one defense in the country. And so why is that? I think it's because they didn't go into the game thinking, okay, we're going to smash Georgia in the mouth with the run game and run power gap scheme you know, run right at their right at them in the middle of the defense and get yards and set up the pass. No, no, no. They recognized we can't use screens, right? We can't 
have tight ends block on the edge like we had against Michigan against other teams. They have to go in there playing to their strengths. That's C.J. Stroud's arm. That's the receivers they had, the concepts they were able to run because of that with the receivers that gives it a get in the run game, the mobility of C.J. Stroud that he showed, all of that. And they did that, and it had immense success. And so this is the hope with Brian Hartline as that play caller. The hope is that he doesn't make them – it doesn't make them a pass happy team. Cause I don't think that's what Ohio state was against Georgia. They weren't pass happy. of like, Oh, we're only going to throw the ball. They ended up doing that, but it, because they understood what their strengths were as a team and going up against Georgia. And that was the best way to see. And they were correct. And so the hope is that as Brian Hartline is a play caller, or at least a contributor to the offense, if Ryan day retains the, the play calling duties, but as a office coordinator, Hartline's going to have a bigger voice is that you see more game plans like Georgia. You see more game plans where you're not a pass-first team, you're not a pass-happy team, but you just understand your team strengths, your team weaknesses on offense, and the opposing team strengths and weaknesses. What did we hear going into the Georgia game that their weaknesses could be? The, the secondary. They were stout up front in that front seven. It would have been a mistake to try and just run the ball all game against them. They wouldn't have scored 41 points. Right. And so you that's the hope is that Brian Hartline, whether he's the play caller, the main play caller or contributor, gets the Ohio State offense to play to their strengths, play against their weaknesses and play to the weaknesses of opponents and against their strengths. And I think that's the potential of it from a play calling standpoint on offense. So listen, the expectations for Ohio State offense are very clear in 2023 as as, a, as an offense in general. And that's to be top five, top ten in over total offense, overall total offense, to be explosive, to have big plays down the field to Ibuka, Harrison, Fleming, Cade Stover, to have a better run game with Henderson, Mayan Williams, Dallin Aiden, to have better offensive line play in the ring. That's clear. To have good quarterback play from a quarter to everyone. That's clear. But from a bigger standpoint is I think the expectations and the hope is that they play a more genuine, coordinated game when it comes to calling plays on offense. And but what does this mean for recruiting? That's the other part to this too. Well, for one part, I don't think us Buckeye fans need to worry about the decline of recruiting when it comes to wide receivers, because I think a fear that a lot of people had was, man, Brian Hartline, yeah, he's still going to, I believe, coach wide receivers as well as be the office coordinator, but man, he's not going to have only a laser focus on recruiting wide receivers. He's still going to recruit wide receivers. And he set a precedent now with recruits of, hey, this is what we do. This is how we get you involved. This is how we make you $20 million in your first year as a rookie in the NFL. Sound good to you? Or they say, hey, this is what we do. You go to the NFL, you end up like Terry McLaurin and sign a you know three-year, $70 million contract. That's what they do. I don't think there's any drop-off in recruiting a wide receiver. The hope is that with Brian Hartline at offense coordinator, his recruiting abilities and talent – spread to other positions on the on, on the offense. Sure, he probably had interactions with non-wide receiver recruits. I'm sure he had interactions with quarterbacks that they've landed or quarterbacks that they're recruiting while he was still the wide receiver coach. But the hope is, is that he can commit full force effort to players that aren't just wide receivers. Buckeye fans, I want you to picture something. Picture the talent level and recruiting level that has been for wide receivers and echo that down to other spots on offense. Quarterback, we've seen that. C.J. Stroud was 
top end quarterback. Kyle McCord, Devin Brown, top end quarterback. Justin Fields transferred in as a top end quarterback, right? Even in the recruiting phase. Picture that with tight ends. When the la- when's the last time Ohio State had a five star tight end come in? A Kyle Pitts level talent, or Michael Mayer level talent, or Brock Bowers level talent. When's the last time that Ohio State has landed multiple five star alignment? I know Paris Johnson was there. I know we've had others, Donovan Jackson. But when's the last time we say, hey, we just brought in three offensive linemen, five offensive linemen in a class, and three of them were five-star recruits, the number one tackle in the country, the number two guard, and the number three center. And then we, all, we also brought in the number nine tackle and the number 16 guard. That's the hope with Heartline, right? We saw it running back. Trayvon Henderson was the number one running back in the country in his class. Dallin Hayden was a four borderline five-star running back, but the hope is that it trickles down to more consistency at recruiting other spots and then bigger potential and bigger players at spots specifically like O-line and tight end. So I think that's the hope and expectations for Heartline as a recruiter and then as a play caller like we talked about. So I'm excited as a Buckeye fan. I think he's going to be very good in this role, and I think he's going to bring a level of understanding of his offense if he's the play caller like that what we saw in Georgia. At least he has the opportunity and potential to do so. Um, and if he's just a contributor, I still think Ryan Day has learned some lessons from the, the playoff game that are going to trickle into next season. I think Hartline's going to have a big voice in that play calling, in those discussions, in that game planning. So be excited, Buckeye fans. I thought it was a great move for them to do so. And I, I really do think Brian Hartline's going to have success as one of the bright young coaches in college football. Again, make sure you go subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network on YouTube. Don't miss out on any college ball content or college basketball or NFL. We've got you all covered for that. And of course, we are partnered with Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can use a promo code TAKEOVER for 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You can pick two to five players, mixed sports entries, and over under on their projections and up to 10 times on any entry. They've got an easy to use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play. And entries made in 60 seconds or less. So again, go to Prize Picks, go to their website, or download their app. Use the promo code Takeover so that they know we sent you, and you get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 for the show and for the network. I am Donovan White, and I will see you all next time. Mm-hmm.